Hello there. Welcome to What's Good Podcast from Saints Peter and Paul High School here in Easton, Maryland. We are the Office of Campus Ministry. Thank you for joining us as we dive into the deep topics of faith and culture, ethics, morals, and all things high school. Here you will find a series of conversations and discussions between and among students, faculty, and other members of our community, where we openly discuss and wrestle with our faith and any other topics that are on the hearts of our students. So we hope you enjoy this podcast and we would like to hear from you. So please send us your comments, questions, or maybe even ideas for upcoming podcast episodes. But in the meantime, we invite you to just sit back and relax and come join us in conversation to discuss what's good here at St. Peter and Paul. Hello, everyone. Welcome to What's Good Here at Saints Peter and Paul. Let us begin with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord, as we come to the close of our liturgical year, we ask you to give us the grace to reflect upon our our year and, and, and to be honest with the times when we have failed, times when we have fallen short to live out the call to which you have called us. And we ask you to also give us the grace of of, of 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 courage and perseverance to 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 get back up when we fall and to continue to do our best to live out the call to which you have called us. I ask you to bless all of our faculty and our staff and our students and their families and all those who are close to us. And may our school year be continued to be filled with your grace and Holy Spirit. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Saints Peter and Paul, pray for us. Jesus is in our hearts forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hello, everyone, again. Um, this past week on Tuesday, we had our annual hospice prayer service. And it is a day when um, we honor all those who have passed away um, within our community and also our own families. And we have something called the Book of Life. And the Book of Life, um, um, inside this Book of Life are the names um, of our deceased loved ones in which you know, our faculty and staff and our students who wish to do so may, may put the names of their deceased loved ones in the book and their names will be called and, the, and, the, and a candle will be lit in their memory during this house's prayer service. And it's it's always a beautiful prayer service. You know, it's a beautiful time for the school to gather together to pray. You know, and and I think that's one of the most, if not the most important thing that we do as a school community, as 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 a faith community, is to pray, is to pray for one another, to pray for our deceased loved ones. And so it was a beautiful um, testament to to our faith. And this episode is really just my sermon that I have given during the hospice prayer service. It is entitled "How Well Have You Loved," um, which you know it it, it it ties in the gospel reading that we read at the prayer service, which is the same as the gospel for this past Sunday's reading for Christ the King, and it, it also ties in some insight that. 
um, a hospice nurse throughout her years of working in hospice shared in her book about the five regrets that those who are dying experience. And my sermon tries to tie all those in and and bring it bring it to our school in a way that that applies to us and applies to our students and applies to the school community. So hopefully you find something meaningful um, in this sermon and something that you might be able to use in your own spiritual life. So thank you again for uh, for joining us and and please know of our prayers for you and and, and please pray for all of here, all of us here at St. Peter and Paul. Okay, God bless you. So if you went to Mass this Sunday, you would recognize this reading. Because this reading is from this Sunday's Gospel. But today we have our hospice prayer service. Right? What exactly is hospice? Right? I, think, I think in the, old, the olden times, you know, in, maybe 20 years ago, when we hear hospice, we think, oh, someone is dying. And I think that's very much the case when this word comes to mind. is that, Oh, hospice means that someone has a terminal illness and they're not going to make it. And so let, let us make them as comfortable as we can. But there is another word that goes along with hospice, and that's something called palliative care. And palliative care is similar to hospice. But it's not just for those who are dying, but it's for someone who might be going through surgery or is having a long-time illness that needs care. But think about the people who work closely with those who are in hospice. Think about all the things that they, they would have seen, all the things that, that they would have heard from their patients. And it's, it's, it's really an incredible calling and profession. In fact, there's actually a, a, an order of sisters who minister to those who are dying. And they, they hold vigil 24 hours a day until they pass away. And I think it's a, it, it's a beautiful calling. But I want to share with you um, five things that um, a nurse who worked in hospice shared um, were the five things that people who were dying regretted the most as they were dying. You may have heard this before, but this um, was shared with us maybe about 10 years ago. And these, these are the five things. I wish I had the courage to live a true life to myself, not the life others expected of me. And the second is, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Third is, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. The fourth is, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. And the fifth is, is I wish that, that I had let myself be happier. Those are the five regrets that um, Nurse Ware came to understand that people who were dying had. And I don't think it's just for those who are dying. I, I think sometimes for those of us who are older, maybe, we, we look at these five regrets and maybe there are some parts of it that we do. Um, say, so you know what, I, I wish I did this, or I wish I did that, right? So let's just talk briefly about each of those five. To live a true life to myself. And I think this goes for our, our high school students, too. Sometimes in high school, we, we try to be someone we're not, right? Oh, I want to be with the cool crowd, or I want to be with so-and-so's crowd, so let me 
sort of change who I am so I can fit into that group. It won't be worth it in the long run. Be true to who you are. Right? You, you each have unique gifts and talents that others don't. Don't hide that. Live that out. Now, the second one doesn't apply to schoolwork, but it says, I, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. This is coming from a man who worked all his life without spending time with his family. And I think this, you know, this, this, this speaks to me because this is, this is how my father was. You know, he, he, you know, my father came from China to Hong Kong, and you know, this was in the, in the 60s. And at the time, um, China was, was still early in its um, reform time, so to speak. And there were people that didn't like China to go out into the world and, and do all those things. But my dad, my dad and some of his, some of his um, family, they swam. They, no boats were allowed to go from the mainland to um, so, so my, my father and my uncles, they swam. They swam from their little village in China all the way to Hong Kong. And at that time, if you were caught swimming, you'd have been killed. But they swam. They swam and swam and swam, and, and they made it to Hong Kong. And then in the 70s, he married my mother, and, and they came to America. And he worked. He worked day and night, nonstop, until he was 58, and then he died. And he, wasn't, he didn't spend much time with his family. He couldn't, you know, he didn't really, you know, I, from my memory, he didn't really, you know, teach me to do many of the things that I wish I had learned from my father. But, but, but that was his way of loving and caring, was to provide for his family. And so when, when I saw that nurse wear, so that, you know, one of the regrets that the, those in hospice experienced was that I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Let me think about my father. And so for our colleagues, you know, I know work is important. Let's spend time with your family. Because you don't, you can't get that time back. The third is I wish I had, I had the courage to express my feelings. Sometimes, some of us, we're afraid to speak up. When we see that things are not right or, or, or things that just don't seem that it's supposed to go this way, we stay silent to keep the peace, right? So that no one will um, you know, criticize you or judge you. But, that's, but, but you're not being true to your beliefs. You're not being true to who you are again. And at the end of the day, you will just re regret that. So if you see things that are not right, if you see injustice, it is our duty to, to call that out. Four, I wish I stayed in touch with my friends. For my seniors, soon you will be leaving high school and you'll be going to college and you'll be working and, and then you, you might... Lose, in, lose touch with some of these friends that you've had growing up. Keep in touch. Because sometimes those, those are the friends that, you know, you will hold on dearly. You know, I can recall from my own life, too. You know, 
But my best friend is a friend that I met in first grade, you know, and, and just on Saturday, his, his son turned three and he, you know, he has three kids and, 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 I, and I have no kids, but I have all of you. So you're all my kids. Right? But that's called spiritual fatherhood, right? When you, um, so keep in touch with your friends. Form those strong friendships now and maintain them. And finally, I wish that I had let myself be happier. Maybe this isn't more for the younger generation now, but, but as you grow older, you will, there will be things that happen in life where you feel that, you know, maybe I shouldn't be happy or I don't deserve to be happy or, or anything along those lines. But from the wisdom of those who are dying, allow yourself to be happy, right? And our Lord says it himself, he came to give you life and life to the full. So, so, so be happy, be joyful. Even in the midst of death, these people sought happiness. They sought joy. So never will say that. So now I will conclude with the second part of the homily, which is about our reading today. And you may think, well, how, what does that all have to do with me? I'm so young. I, I'm I'm a teenager. I don't worry about any of that. Maybe it's true. But what does our Lord say in the gospel today? He gives us a template on how to live, how to treat each other. Right? And, and if you listen closely to those five regrets, a common theme is relationship, either with others or with themselves. And in today's gospel, we hear all about relationship. How do we treat each other? How do we treat ourselves? And listen carefully. The king will say to those on the right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. A stranger, and you welcomed me. Naked, and you clothed me. Ill, and you cared for me. In prison, and you visited me. And then the person will say, well, Lord, I, did, I, I didn't see you you know, hungry or thirsty. How, when did I do that to you? But then our Lord says, whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine, you did for me. And likewise, those who, do, who, who you rejected, you in turn rejected me. So do you feed the hungry? Do you give drink to the thirsty? Do you shelter those who are homeless? Do you give cold to those who have none? Do you minister to the sick? Do you visit the dying? Right In the church, we call these the works of mercy, the horrible works of mercy. And, and that is how we should live. I think a few of them are more um, are, are easier to do. For example, if you're feeding the hungry. Right? If, if you, you, know, you, you see someone who has no food, you can share some of your food with them. Right? You know, growing up in, in Philadelphia, this was common. There will be homeless people all over the streets. 
right? And they would ask for money or food, and and if you know, if I had some food, I would give them food. If not, I'll, I'll get, give them a dollar or two. But how many of us can honestly say that sometimes when we see a homeless person, we don't even acknowledge them. We walk by. I don't see you. You just keep on walking. I know I've done that before. And I've and, and shamefully, I've done that even in my collar. Right? Maybe if you haven't, good for you. And I and, and I applaud, I commend you for your kindness. But think about that. The next time you walk by and you see a homeless person, how do you respond? I mean, and, and sometimes even if you have nothing to give them, if you just smile at them or look at them and, and acknowledge them, that tells them that, wow, someone sees me. Someone sees me. But we don't have to, have to go too far into the, into the urban areas. Our own community. Some of us do not feel seen or heard, maybe. Do we walk by and we see someone sitting by themselves with no one to eat with or who seems sad? Do we say, oh, well, no, no, that's not me. You know, we keep on walking. Or, or do you talk and say, hey, what's, you know, how are you? We can start in our own community. And then the other ones, clothing the naked, you know, we sometimes we, we do coat drives, but, but we couldn't this year, right? Um, visiting the, the sick and the imprisoned. You know, some schools, they write letters to prisoners, but um, I guess we don't do that here, which is okay. Maybe it's something we can look, to, look forward to in the future, maybe. But bringing it back to the hospice, visiting and caring for the sick. Is there someone that we know in our family or in our neighborhood that is sick? That maybe need our care? We have an, an, an obligation as, as, as Christians, but also as human beings to, to help. Right? And maybe it's, it's our, our own family. Is mom sick or is dad sick or is my sister sick, my brother sick, my cousin sick, my grandma sick? Do you at least call and say, hey, how are you feeling? Or do you, you know, say, mom, do you need anything? Can I make something? Can I heat some soup for you or something like that? You know, things like that. Those are the little things that you, as adolescents, as teenagers, can do. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you should go out today, leave school, go into Baltimore and be like, oh, let me feed the hungry. That, that's not what I'm saying you should do. But start in your own family. Start in your own community. Care for those in your own community, in your own families first, right? So, so our, our Lord challenges us. And why does he challenge us with this gospel at this time? Because it is the end of the liturgical year. Our church year is coming to an end. And next week we'll begin a new year with Advent. And at every end of the year, the church reminds us of our own mortality that we are not immortal we will die one day we'll be in the ground someday and at the end of the at the, at the end of the day when we do go meet our maker god's not going to say how many how much money you've made or how many awards did you get 
Or how much money did you raise for some cause? That's important too, but, but that's not what he'll be judging you on. He's going to say, how well did you play basketball? Or how well did you swim? That's not going to be the question. The question is, how well have you loved? It doesn't matter if, if you hold up your medals, your trophies. It's going to be, have you loved? Did you minister to the sick? Did you give food to the hungry? Did you pray for those who are struggling? All that means nothing if you have not loved. That is the reminder that our Lord is trying to tell us as we come close to the end of our church years. Have you loved? And how well you loved? So brothers and sisters, my, my, my dear colleagues too, as we come to the end of this school, I mean this church year, let us, let us reflect upon that. How well have we loved each other? How well have we loved our students? How well have we loved ourselves and our families? Because that is how we will be judged by our Lord. Brothers and sisters, how well have you loved? Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed our conversation. Stay tuned for our next episode. Please know that any comments expressed on this podcast are ours and ours alone. Until next time, take care and God bless you.